Welcome to the Clear Cruise Podcast. My name is Andy Harmer, and I'm delighted that you've taken time to listen to our latest episode. Now, in October, November time, you find a lot of travel agent conferences so that travel agents get the opportunity to visit a fabulous destination and hear from industry experts. And it is at one of those travel agent conferences that I grabbed a few minutes with Luke Smith. He is Director of International Sales at Carnival Cruise Line, and here's what he had to say. Luke, thank you very much for making time. It's always nice to be at a travel agent conference. Do you like these kinds of events? Yeah, they're a great opportunity to come and see travel agents, but also to really get them to change their behaviours and start selling more cruise because we always talk about the one in 10 um, that Mm. do cruise within the holiday market and it is that nine out of 10 that don't and trying to get them to actually recommend cruise, do something different when they come away from these conferences. So yeah, I love it. And obviously we're so trade friendly that we go to a lot of them, so. A lot of them. Do you have? You've had a busy year. There's been a lot of loo days earned. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it's been a long one. Do you, um, do you go to many of them throughout the year, personally? Yes, yeah, so I try and go to as many of them as I possibly can. Um, you know, there, it is hard with the schedules and, and in all honesty, the team do so much of the, the hard work with the accounts for me to just turn up and take the conferences away would be unfair. So yeah. I try and come along and add value where I can, but they're incredible. And this year, I will say that the ones I've been to have been some of the best I've yeah, attended in the last 15 yeah. years. So it's been a really, really high point for the year. Um, you had some, for Carnival Cruise Line, you had some stage time at this event. Mm. How difficult is it to narrow down the message <laughs> to travel? Because you've oh, had, because as Carnival, you've yeah. had a really busy year. Yeah, I mean, look, if you look, 27 ships, 6 million people, we have a private island experience been launched and all of these incredible new ships and everything else, to, to boil that down to a, a 20 minute uh, stage time presence is incredibly difficult. What we always try and do is pick one or two things, tangible things that the agents can take away, a new ship, a new experience, a new way of talking to their customers um, and try and give them, you know, no more than three things to do when they get back. And that might be the online training, that might be, you know, in particular focus on a new class of ship or, um, a new way of selling, for example. Mm. This time last year, I think, I was visiting one of your ships in Southampton. She was passing through uh, on yes, celebration, Carnival Celebration, Carnival yeah. celebration. beautiful ship. And she's kind of, there's, there's more in that class, yep. obviously, but how much of your, has your product evolved over the past five, 10 years? I mean, it, well, so today, uh, I think actually is that we're recording this is 11 years since I joined Carnival is Cruise it really? Line. Yeah, so it is one of these where I can see, I joined a really exciting time of Carnival where we just launched um, Carnival Breeze and it was what was called the Funship 2.0 project back then where all these new product enhancements and to see that class of ship and then to see the Vista class of ship and now the XL class of ship with uh, Carnival Celebration, Mardi Gras and the brand new Jubilee is incredible. The onboard enhancements, not only in the kind of physical uh, experiences like Bolt, the roller coaster, yeah. but actually we've just launched a fleet wide range of like vegan menu and um, you know, menu mate and all of these enhancements that are on the, the kind of soft side um, the service side, 
that really are enhancing. And we talked today, actually, one thing about our partnership with Culture City, making us the first and only uh, sensory certified mm. cruise line. And that is all enhancements that have happened in the last sort of five to ten years that real add real value to a customer's holiday. And are these your biggest class of ship yeah. yet? And does that mean that uh, there's space for you to put them in the Med and the Caribbean? Are they headed to the Caribbean? Or? Uh, so at the moment, so the ones we've got, so we've got Mardi Gras based out of Port Canaveral, um, and we've got Celebration went over to Miami, and then Carnival Jubilee uh, will head over to Galveston. Um, that we live in very much a never say never world. Um, the aim is always to try and have more product that appeals to the UK and the European markets. Um, and who knows what the future holds. But yeah. all I know now is that our kind of core business is sending British customers sure. on their first cruise, doing a cruise and stay holiday, say in Miami, Orlando, LA. And that's where all of our biggest and best ships are. But you've got quite a big European and UK oh, program coming up. Yeah, fantastic. We're on now on sale for two European seasons for the first time ever. So we've got Carnival Legend in 2024 and Carnival Miracle in 2025 with a range of Barcelona, Dover and Rome sailings, um, doing a wide range of itineraries. And the great thing about the class, though, that class of ship is they are smaller, more destination-focused okay. ships. So we can do more ports per itinerary um, and we can get right into some of the smaller ports, some of the Northern Europe ports and the fjords ports and things as well. So they fit the, the market very, very well. Yeah, and, and so, we'll have a wide range of ship visits. I was Come gonna, and see them. I was just going to say, so that does give you yeah. the opportunity oh, for ship visits. We're very, very lucky. Some of the itineraries are like round Britain cruises, so yeah. we really kind of uh, hone in on them. So we'll have next year, we'll have Liverpool, uh, Belfast, Glasgow, Edinburgh, Dover, um, and potentially ones in Wales and things as well. So there will be uh, Hollyhead and things. So there is a range of ship visits. Uh, there will be the biggest ship visit program we've ever done. Um, and we would love agents to come and see them. Well, I'm, I'm certainly. Well, I'm keen to come as well. I love to see a ship, particularly one that doesn't come to the UK very yeah. often, because it does give you a slightly different way of looking at it. And that actually, just a very quickly, yeah. is a, a great point because we, we're lucky next year that we we're going through a big uh, refit through across the whole fleet, and actually a lot of the um, a lot of the destinations, the shipyards we're using are in Europe. So actually, we've got ships coming from the States over to Cadiz and, and Barcelona and places like that. And we're looking at events and ship visits to see ships that the UK market would never ah. normally see. And, and actually, a lot of people, uh, and it's a t topic I believe passionately about, but a lot of people don't realise how often you refit, refurbish yeah. your ships. But they just bring them back to yeah. brand new feel, you know, every three, five years. It, well, here's a, a great example. Uh, Mardi Gras goes in for a refit next year no. and she launched in July 2021 that so, seems such a and short she's time a brand ago. new class of ship and yeah. so and she's already going in because we're like okay what can we touch up what can we do here what can we do with that space and there's always enhancements being made um you do a great job uh, from a fly uh cruise stay perspective in Florida are you expecting to do some of that in Texas particularly as you're kind of increasing what you're doing yeah. in Galveston? Galveston is one of our biggest ports in the US and we would love to find agent partners who can send more and more UK guests because it's an amazing destination. It's a great uh, state. Great state. There's so much that you can package with a cruise from that destination and also the itineraries are really, really nice for, for, those, uh, for those ships. I think mm. we've got four ships out of Galveston now. So 
there's a wide range of things. So if you've got customers that are really big into music, sports, any of those types of things, then I would look at Texas as a destination and Galveston as a cruise. Uh, in terms of your customer mix, you're obviously very big in the UK, very, very big in the US, but are you attracting lots of different nationalities? Yeah, so we have seen in growth from many international markets, uh, especially across Europe, but also Mexico, Argentina, um, and those. So a lot, the, if you call it the non-American guest mm -hmm. as a whole, then yes, that's been um, a growth market for us for some time now. Um, and all of these new ships and new destinations, new ports are cool. Um, the launch of Celebration Key, mm. um, which is on sale, and we're actually on sale now till 2026. Um, so it kind of gives uh, those customers who are traveling long haul more time to kind of organize themselves and pay for that holiday. And you should tell us more about Celebration Key, because that's... Half a billion dollars yeah, worth Yeah, I was going to say, that's not, a, that's not cheap. No, not a small thing at all. So. Uh, it's on sale now for 2025 itineraries. A multitude of our ships will be going into it. So it's a it, private island. Private island experience in Grand Bahama. Yeah. Um, uh, it's huge. Multiple ships can dock at the same time. Um, it is, uh, I mean, it's already the feedback just on the, the mock-ups of what yeah. we've done so far look absolutely phenomenal. And I can guarantee now we will be taking agents to see Celebration Key when it's a real physical thing. And it's going to be amazing. And I guess what it allows you to do as a cruise line is extend that onboard experience and service and everything yeah. to a daytime land-based yeah. venue. I mean, we're very lucky. We've all, as a corporation, we also yeah. have like Amber Cove and things as well. So Amber Cove has proved extremely popular in our itineraries. Um, and so Celebration Key is going to kind of really take that to the next level. But to be able to, like you say, service those guests and give them the real carnival experience on the ship mm. and off the ship mm. is going to be uh, something that, that the guests are going to absolutely love. Uh, so Jubilee is next. Yep. So when's she coming and how different is she from the other two in the class? So she is going to be uh, towards the end of December. Okay. Um, so not long now. Yeah. Um, I was in the shipyard a oh. uh, month or so ago seeing her. She's well on her way. Um, so she'll be, she's had her float outs and everything. So she's looking absolutely amazing. She differs, I would say she differs in personality rather than uh, kind of makeup. They're physically the same ship, but they are kind of, every one of that class of ship is split into six areas and, and kind of, there's a theme running uh, kind of through the ship and Jubilee has a very nautical ocean-based theme. So there's like Dr. Inks um, bar, which is like a giant octopus type of thing. So there's lots of underwater yes. mermaids and, and kind of in some of the different areas. Um, and she's just got real personality. She looks absolutely phenomenal. Um, and I think she's going to be the best one yet because we've made enhancements. So from Mardi Gras yeah, to celebration, learn, from each one. absolutely. We learn where the guests are going, how much time they're spending, the flow. You know I mean, so celebration, for example, we moved one of the bars to the other side of the deck and it just opened up that whole area right. to allow for better flow. And, and they continue that sort of um, enhancement through Jubilee as well. You mentioned guests. Yeah. Uh, we've seen some changes to cruise guests from the UK, yeah. particularly the multi-generational and yes. families. So families are still a big part of your market? Yeah, a huge part of what we do, um, obviously. I mean, look, we, we're lucky that we have 27 ships. Yeah. We're lucky that we probably are the biggest cruise line for, for singles, for, crew, for families, for multi-generational families, for couples, because just for the sheer volume of, of yeah. the size of what we are. But 
families represent, I mean, we, uh, a huge importance to us. We carry over a million children a year, wow. um, and around a third of our guests, uh, a third of our bookings, a third of our guests travel with children. Okay. So um, it is uh, a massive part of what we do. And obviously that Florida tie-in, great for families yeah. as well, and that all helps reinforce yeah, it. Absolutely. Um, one of the things from the presentation yesterday that agents remembered was Bolt. Yes. So how successful has Bolt been? Uh, and, and tell us about Bolt, because some people listening may not know what Bolt is. So Bolt is the first ever roller coaster at sea. It's the uh, first sea coaster. Um, she that. is an incredible experience. So like, it, it's not one of these, what I found amazing about it is it's not one of these kind of experiences where they go, oh, we've got a roller coaster on, and yeah. you go on and it, it's like, you know what I mean, like a, a video game or something like that. It is a fully operational roller coaster that goes around uh, most of the top deck about 200 foot above sea level um, and the the initial acceleration has been likened to a formula one car it goes at top speed about 40 45 miles an hour and but you're not in like a seat you're kind of on a motorbike type style so it feels a lot thing. faster it feels a hell of a lot yeah. faster. but there's also like a nitrous boost button i've heard so about you can, the button can, you can control the speed on it um danielle a little daredevil in our team uh was literally just tapping, <laughs> tapping the boost button all the way around but it has got so much amazing feedback you book a um you use the fun hub app um you book your slot um you can book uh like a you it costs less if you can you can book like a, a pass for okay. the week sort of thing so uh, um, many kind of goes yeah. in the week the only reason we charge on it is, is largely a safety thing because of the area the ship is in if it was just rock up and, and do it then yeah, you wouldn't be busy. able to use the rest of yeah, that yeah. part of the ship so for crowd control and for safety um, there is a small fee and you book it, uh, you book a slot in the app. It looks great. It's absolutely phenomenal. I've not like, done it. And actually, when Celebration came in yeah. a year ago, the weather was, was not, not great, great in Southampton. It was not fantastic. Uh, I'll have to do it in, you know, well, we'll somewhere more glamorous. Yes, exactly. Um, but it is an incredible experience. Uh, Luke, listen, good luck with Jubilee and good much. luck with your plans for 24 and 25. People seem to be booking well in advance these days. So, but thanks yeah. for making time to talk. Absolutely. My pleasure. And that's just about all we have time for this episode. A big thank you to Luke Smith, Carnival Cruise Line, for joining me and being my special guest. And remember, you can hear the whole back catalogue of podcasts via our website, which is cruising.org. We'll be back very soon with the next episode and the next conversation. Thank you for joining. We'll see you again soon.